0: I think there is a phenomenon that is universal among human beings, and that is being scared of the dark. As a child, I remember always wanting to have that nightlight on, right? That, that just seeing that light, giving some, some comfort before going to bed. Uh, and I remember being really scared when. The power went out. All of a sudden, lights out. And right, maybe you can remember that feeling too, uh, when you're younger, or, or maybe more recently. And right? right, young or old. Sometimes the lights go out. It's a scary feeling. I remember in those uh, those few minutes uh, seemed like eternity to me when I was young. Uh, before someone grabbed a candle or found a flashlight, it seemed like it just. The darkness was there for such a long time, but then there was light. And then that sense of of calm and came back, and sense of okay, things are are right in the world now. They're right through the light, and we often associate, you know, being uh, ch- children as being afraid of the dark but as I was kind of mentioned already up here it's true right even as adults this fear can can creep in upon us i think sometimes it just it doesn't go away and there's a small percentage of people that have such an intense fear of the dark that they are diagnosed as having nyctophobia you don't know you you'd hear that this morning nyctophobia The fear, an intense fear of the dark. It's when the the fear of the dark is so bad, so intense, that it disrupts the person's ability to sleep at night, causing anxiety and insomnia. But even for the majority of people that do not have nyctophobia, studies have proven that all adults, not just children, all adults... Have this fear at one time or another to one degree or another. We all have it, this fear of the dark. Now, we could continue to talk about the, the kind of biological issues related to our fear of the dark and our need for light, but I will be focusing on, as you would expect, the spiritual side now, of the dark times we face. Sometimes the actual light doesn't have to go off for us to feel scared, to feel afraid, to be fearful because there are are some dark times of life. And we all have this need, this great need, to see the light, to be in the light. We want to acknowledge today that our God who made us, who loves us, has given us an abundant source of light so that we don't have to live in fear. Our first point this morning is in the Bible, we find, say it with me, light for the situations we face in life. That's that abundant source right at our fingertips, the Bible, source of light to shine. See, the darkness caused by sin in the world and the sin in us gives all of us a major vision impairment. We're all vision impaired when it comes to life in the spirit, life with God. Life as it was intended before the great fall of humanity that we read about in Genesis chapter 3, where God said, I want you to live this way, and where Adam and Eve said, We want to go our own way. And that's where sin and evil and Satan entered into the scene. And so now God wants to take us into clear vision. He is our divine optometrist, and he is moving us toward 2020 spiritual vision through his word that brings clarity and light. We looked at this verse uh, two weeks ago. I want to look at it again here. It's Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. So God's Word, the Bible, kind of covers two areas here, and kind of two, dim- two dimensions as well. You know, kind of the present dimension and the future dimension. And the present dimension is that light, that lamp rather, the lamp for our feet, meaning for us, through God's Word, to see things correctly as they are right now, with what we are going through right now. But then there's that future dimension. The light of his word casting forth light in front of us on the path ahead. It's not just for today, but saying, well, where are we going? God says, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to begin to show you a little bit of where you're heading. And his word oftentimes can give us the insight and confidence about the next step that we should take. A lot of us have decisions we need to make. And God wants to help us to say, okay, are you listening to me? Are you reading my word? Are you asking me for guidance? He says, I will help you to know the way you should go. And as I already said, even as adults, we can be affected by the darkness. And many of these issues give us a sense of spiritual and emotional darkness as well. Often we are afraid of the dark issues that plague us, because we are not in touch with God's spiritual light. He wants to help us to see better. And that's the sermon series we're in right now at the beginning of the year. Lord, help us to see better in 2019. Help us to see better. See, the Bible has... God's true and calming voice behind it. We talk when light comes, we we start to calm down. We can see things around us now. Things start to be okay. When we read God's word, his true and calming voice comes in with it. And when we apply his word, we actually do something about his word. He says, I'm going to live this out. It starts to illuminate things we couldn't see before. And the effect is that our fear and our anxieties will continue to decrease. Because we want our fear and anxiety to go down. It often seems like it's going up. The Lord says, I want your fears and anxieties to go down. But he wants our courage and our confidence to rise up. And that's what I've seen in my own life. That the more I'm secure in God's word, you know, going there for that hope, going there as that anchor for our souls, you know, so we don't just go all over the place of the, of the, of the, in the waters of life, we're anchored there. I've noticed when I'm more anchored, my anxieties and fears go down and my confidence and courage goes up. And as I was talking with the children this morning, I think for me and all of us, when we're securing what God says about us in His Word, we can be who we are, and not who someone wants us to be, and or, nor do we have to be like someone else. Say, God made us unique and special. I think when we get is where we realize the purpose He has for us, and when we open. The Bible, our eyes will be opened more and more to the light, and we pray for the Holy Spirit to help us understand what we read. Or sometimes we read a Bible verse and we're like, I don't really understand that, God. We have to pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, give me the guidance to understand this. The Word tells us the Holy Spirit is the wonderful counselor. So we need some counseling. We all need counseling. What dark time are you going through? I want you to think of that right now. What dark time are you going through? Is it grief? Or loss? Depression? Lack of energy and motivation? Financial troubles? A sense of hopelessness regarding your ability to change? Disconnected relationships? a fear of failure, a fear of the future. Whatever it is, the Bible has a word of light for you to help you get beyond the darkness and to begin to have hope again. And I realize many times we just open the Bible, it's hard to find a verse for your specific need. And I want to say a few things on this. Many Bibles, if you go to the back go to the back of the book, have a list of scriptures dealing with certain issues of life. So oftentimes you can go right to the back and look kind of what you're going through and list some of those scriptures. Also, I mean, we live in an age now where you can look up anything, as we know, but in this case, looking up something good, looking up the scriptures at the click of a button. So I, I believe as modern Americans, we have no excuse not to know and understand the Bible. The inter- Internet is powerful and available. It's all we have to do. All you have to do is type in, type in Bible verses about worry. Or you can type in Bible verses about anger. Bible verses about fill in the blank. You can do that kind of search now. And just a flood of verses will start coming your way. So between the paper pages of the Bible and between internet pages, God's word is here for us to give us light. Ultimately, though, the Bible never really points to itself. This is an important little switch here. I don't believe the Bible ever points to itself. It's not the end. It's the means. It has a higher purpose. That's our second point today. Opening the Bible opens our eyes to see Jesus, who is the light of the world. The Bible wants to move us towards him. The Bible is the story of God with us. And it all points to the relationship above all relationships that goes beyond pages and words into real-life experiences with a personal God. That's, the Bible is trying to point us to Jesus towards having an experience and a relationship with a life-giving, light-giving God. Here's one way that I would put it. Whenever we open the Bible, when we have the Bible open, it gives us intermittent points of light. If you read a verse, look at that as a a point of light shining through. So intermittent points of, of light through the verses of the Bible. But Jesus, Jesus gives us his perpetual presence of light. When we learn to walk with him, we'll be again to experience his light, which is ongoing. It's continual. John 8, verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So, as we listen to Jesus' words in the Bible, as we pray to him, as we walk with him, we will notice increased light. And if if we've confessed our sins, and if we have turned our lives over to Jesus, and say, I believe in you, Lord. I want you to lead me, Lord. You're the only way to heaven, Lord. If we've done that, the Bible says his light is now in us. It's in us. And over time, the presence of his light will become stronger and brighter. See that? It'll become stronger and brighter. Now, we have a few dimmable ceiling fans in the parsonage. And I want to just make a kind of quick point of application. Let's go to that. Uh, hopefully hopefully you can see it today. Okay. So there's one that's uh, right in our kitchen where we eat. That's our ceiling fan there. So click on that, see if it, you, we can see the... If the video was working, you'd see it go from dim to bright. That's the main thing. That's okay if it doesn't work. The whole point is, sometimes when we start, Jesus comes in, and, and the, the light is there. Sometimes it seems dim to us, okay? But now go to the next one. I think it does, we have a picture. Okay, that's what we want, that's what we want. You can just imagine, right, that dimmable light starting low and getting, going from bright to brighter, to brightest, to full illumination, that light shining. That's what we're talking about. That's supposed to happen the more we walk with Jesus. Going from dim to bright. He wants to shine his light in us. He wants to shine his light through us. So I would say, don't be a dim Christian. Okay? Don't be a dim Christian. Be the brightest Christian you can be. The world can be very dark with people around us going through very dark times. And there are people that they feel very far from God. But they need to see, and often it will be through us, that light is available. May they see that light in you. May they see the light in you. And as we close up, I want to give some practical ways for us to turn up the brightness of God's light in our lives. All right. Let's go to the next slide there. All right. We're going to be bright. We're going to be bright and shiny Christians as Jesus helps us to do that. But there's some ways we can help the process, And that's start a plan to have the light of God's word shining in your life every day. You need to have access to that light every single day. Use a devotional. There's many great devotionals out there. There's Our Daily Bread. There's Upper Room. And there is, this is the 2019 edition here I'm holding, okay, the Moravian Daily Text, another great devotional. And we have quite a few more copies. I have some up here. I think we have five to seven more copies of these daily texts. So see me or see uh, Secretary Lori in the office to get your devotional. You can do the Bible in one year. You can choose a plan for the YouVersion Bible app. If you need help with accessing that app, uh, let me know. I'll help you with that. Or if you're just saying, I just want to just read the Bible. I'm not sure where to go right now. I tend to recommend starting uh, in the New Testament with the book of Mark or the book of John. So you can start reading there every day. Uh, next slide here. Join a Sunday school class. If you've not done so already, join Sunday school. And I want to put in a particular plug for Jessica Swinford's class, The Seekers, because she did, has put out an invitation to everyone to say we're starting a new st- study in the book of Judges, okay? The book of Judges, it's a great class, great Bible class that we, that we have here. And so just join in. Join in with her class uh, or any of the other classes that we have to keep God's word shining. Lastly, keep going back to your watchword. Keep watch over it. And let God open your eyes more and more to what it means for you. See, when we stay rooted in the scriptures... And when we stay in step with Jesus, then his light will shine brighter in every area of our lives. And his presence of light will cast out fear and will bring forth peace for us and for those around us. Let's pray. Jesus you want us to follow you you want us to keep in step with you the further that we wander off the path the further we get away from you the darker things get but then we come closer to you the light starts to shine brighter and brighter so shine upon us lord shine through us help us not be afraid Not be scared of the dark, because you're the light of the world. And we're trusting in you, Lord. We're trusting in you every day. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.